0: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ritter,
1: protected shot play downfield, man with a step, and it's caught. Here's who's the shot play guy, goes up to get it. In here throws a fade into the end zone, Alec Pierce.
2: What is up, everybody? Welcome to a very special NFL draft edition of Stay Hot. Where today we're gonna to be sitting down with a top-notch prospect diving deep into their college career, you know, the hopes for the excitement of the NFL and more of that. Today we are joined by Cincinnati's leading wide receiver, Alec Pierce. Alec. How are you doing, man? Thanks for coming on.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm doing good. How are you? Excellent. Um,
2: you know, Matt here is from—we're not from Cincinnati, but he goes to Cincinnati.
1: No, I went to Cincinnati. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah and went I, to- I live five minutes <laughs> off campus. Okay. So I need a little bit of help with something. Uh, my parents are coming in town in a couple of days, and they want me to pick a spot to go eat, and I don't really know where to take them. So, if you had any restaurant suggestions.
3: In Cincinnati, like on campus really or downtown or what?
1: Any anywhere around Cincinnati? I mean, I'm just five minutes off campus, yeah. so around there would be.
3: I like OTR, like down there. It's pretty nice. Um, they got they got. Yeah. A ton is of there
1: food. anywhere in particular on on the ridge?
3: Um, or On the Rhine, the Eagle is really good. It's like fried chicken and kind of like like southern food, comfort food. Um, there's like a there's a taco place down there too. I forget. I think it's called Bakersfield. Maybe that's pretty good. There's there's basically they got like everything down there but it's a pretty nice area down there.
1: I had a couple of my friends recommend the Eagle too so I yeah, might be what I end up going with mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's probably the favorite of everyone I'd say.
2: You know, um I I can't lie, we did a little bit of digging on you before uh before this before this segment and we noticed that mm. your first picture on Instagram ever is of you at a Junior National Volleyball <laughs> Championship in 2014. So, like be real, oh, like wow. I-
3: like he how nice were
2: how nice were you? How nice were you? <laughs> how nice were you at volleyball?
3: Uh I loved volleyball growing up, you know. My my mom played volleyball in college, so she kind of like any chance I could to play the sport like she was kind of always pushing me to play it. So I think I started playing in middle school. We had it at our at our middle school, we had volleyball and I had a me and, me and my friends, you know, everyone kind of rallied around it cuz like we we enjoyed playing it and then but yeah, that was that was beach volleyball which being from Illinois, being from like Chicago area, it's not, you don't have the most opportunity to do that, but they had this one tournament every year there and it was like a nationals qualifier. And I could never, could never go to nationals because like I, I would win it. Me and my buddy would win it, but then like it, we would have like football camp or something during nationals. So oh, okay. it would have been cool to go out to nationals. I'm sure it was like out in California and you know would it would have been, would have been really cool. But yeah, we would win the tournament every year take the bid and then not go. Yeah.
4: That's <laughs> kind of a flex, though. That's kind yeah. of a flex. Just like, oh, yeah. I could, but, you know, I've got to focus on this. Yeah, it, thing. it seemed
2: to have worked out pretty well. And you also, uh, mm-hmm. you set records in tr- what relays and in the triple jump,
3: if I yeah.
2: know that correctly. I, I was a bit of a track guy myself. Okay. Back in high school, I ran the 400 hurdles. Oh, yeah. Um,
3: that, yeah, that was... Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> do you guys do four under hurdles or three under hurdles?
2: Well, we did three under hurdles in high school, but the summer after I was running in clubs. So I ran the four okay. under hurdles there.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah. My, so. my, um, one of the guys, I'm like, basically the guy who got us all out to do track. He, he runs track up at Marquette. Now his name's Brady Heller. He's one of my good friends growing up, but he was a, like, okay. that was his main event, three under hurdles. Um, but then he was kind of like the, the fourth leg on all our relays. Um, and he's actually up now doing decathlon at Marquette. So like, Kind of, I think that's kind of what if you are long distance hurdler like that, like and he was just you know big athletic kid. They just they gave him a shot at the decathlon. He, he's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, though.
2: Yeah, no, I could not imagine doing that. I I remember mm. I used to see people at meets they they'd be running. I am like, how long have they been running for? It? <laughs> it's yeah. still
3: going on. Yeah, like it's like it's two long, days of events. I think.
2: Yeah, I am just like it, it's ridiculous.
3: Yeah,
2: um, I mean, you you really do have. You really are kind of a jack of all trades, you know, multi-sport mm. athlete. Yeah. Not to mention, you kind of have an an affinity for like math, the maths and sciences. Um, you know what what is that kind of what has that really been like? You know, balancing the high level academics along with you know being an athlete.
3: Um, you know, it hasn't been too bad for me because like that was that was where my passion was and what I enjoyed doing in school. So I found it. I found a major that I was passionate in and while it may be a little bit more work and a little bit more difficult, I think that was the big thing. It was a little bit more difficult, but to me like doing like really hard math problems, and like differential equations, classes like that, they were, they were easier to do to me for me than like being in like an English class, just because that was like what I enjoyed right. doing. And I could, I could sit there and work on math problems for, for hours compared to like having to write like a three page paper. And like, <laughs> it's like, that was a grind for me. That was always, you know, tough. So, yeah, it was just kind of what, yeah, I, no, what I, you know, it's just what I wanted to do and r- would rather do.
2: Exactly. No, I, I totally understand that. I'm a software engineering major, so I, like, okay. Yeah. Went, so, like, as far as like maths and science, like, I, I totally get it. Is yeah. stay away as far away from writing as you possibly can. Yeah. You know, when it comes to math, uh, do you have a favorite like theorem? Like, you know, like, uh, like, what's your ooh. favorite like theorem of calculus or something?
3: I don't know. I really liked differential equations a lot. It took me a while. Really, it was very very, yeah. It was very like kind of different and abstract from the other thing, the other math like calculus, the stuff I'd learned um, in in the past. But like once I finally got it, it was just like a puzzle, and it was it was pretty interesting. So I liked that class a lot. Um, I can't think of I don't, any I don't of know a, I don't know a lot of yeah. people
2: that like differential equations <laughs> that is yeah. like the most hated <laughs> of all the math people that I know everyone's like, I, I hate <laughs> I know I know it, it, so that's that's interesting it's weird it's like puzzles so I, that's why I like it them. is yeah that's mm. no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: what a what a nerd what a nerd I'm gonna I'm gonna stuff you in yeah. a locker that's what's gonna happen <laughs> well, being a Cincinnati guy, I did want to ask you a little bit about UC and their football program. Mm. What made you? Uh, what made you choose Cincinnati uh, when you were deciding where to go to college?
3: Um, I. It was kind of just like the best opportunity for me, all in all. You know, I wasn't the most highly recruited guy, so I had like MAC offers and I had like Ivy League schools and like the service academies. Um, and Cincinnati came around late. You know, it was my my quarterback. He ended up being my roommate here. Uh, ben Bryant, which actually he just transferred back to Cincinnati. Yeah, but um, he he was committed here as a quarterback, and I think the the guy who was recruiting that area he asked him. He's like, "Is there any other guys, you know, that were missing out on in the area?" And he, I just like torched his team pretty bad. We beat him pretty <laughs> bad. I, th- I I actually intercepted him because I was playing. A, I played a little defense, so I intercepted him, and yeah, he you know n- nicely enough dropped my name, and they checked out my film and they're kind of just looking for guys to fill like the back end of their recruiting class. And they viewed me really as like a, you know, like an athlete. I mean, I came in as a receiver, but they had plans of like whether giving me a shot on defense or whatever. Um So yeah, I was a guy that basically fit what they were looking for. Just kind of a guy that they're trying to find like athletes and fill some like last couple of roster spots. So yeah, that, that all worked out. And I came on a visit here and um you know, it just, at the time they were kind of at the same level as like, I was looking at Miami Ohio a lot. That was like my max school. I was highest on probably 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 was my top school. Did You go yeah, there? I do. <laughs> go RedHawks. Okay, yeah, go Red Hawks. Yeah. So that yeah, that was my um, that was like my my school I'd settle on before the season. Before I got the Cincinnati offer, I was like, I right, I'll be you know if if nothing else plays out because I wanted to play in the Big Ten. So I was like, if I don't get that Big Ten offer or, or really another offer that I like more, I'll, I'll go to Miami Ohio. Like it, it worked for me. Um, I liked it there, but I, yeah, I ended up getting Cincinnati. I didn't know much about it. And the, at the time they're kind of on the same level as Miami, Ohio. Like I think they were both four and eight that year or something. And they barely beat Miami, Ohio. Um, but they, it just, with Cincinnati going there, it just felt like they had a lot more potential and a lot more, you know, higher <laughs> ceiling and, and something was going on there, you know? So
2: I can feel and, the disrespect. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, cause, cause you're yeah. soul.
1: <laughs> Your first season would have been 2018 with Cincinnati, yeah, then, right? So that so, you you got in at just the right time when they started. Just the
3: right time, yeah.
1: Crushing we went everyone. Went to
3: UCLA and first game beat them, and kind of didn't really look back from that. Yeah.
1: What do you? I know you weren't there the
4: year before when they were when they were bad, but that was Fickle's first year, right? He went four and eight, and then he really turned it around. Mm-hmm. What do you think the the main factors of that turnaround were, and how Fickle was able to kind of get the program to? what it is right now. What, what did you feel from it that I like think contributed to that?
3: Um, I think the, the biggest thing was like the culture change, you know, they really, I kind of caught some of it, but uh, guys, I knew that were there from like their first day. Like they came in and it was just like a shock. Like they were doing, they, they called them like attention training. They had them out there like doing bear crawls and like the snow and push ups and just crazy stuff. Basically just trying to make guys mentally stronger and, 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 like weed out the week. Um, and so they did that and kind of really just grinded them. I know they had like three and a half hour practices in spring ball, their first, like the year before I got there. Um, and then like, I remember when I got there that summer, like they were still like, we were, we were working like super hard. And then they doing some kind of crazy things, you know, really intense things. And cause they just wanted to basically establish that in the program and, and, you know, create that kind of mentality for all their players. And now it, it's gotten to the point where like they don't need to do those things. Like they still do those things, but it's kind of just the precedent. So like it's it's really player ran now, and we have a really good brotherhood. You know, I mean, I'm talking about it like I'm still in it, but uh, yeah, they we had a, we had a really good brotherhood, and like all the guys in the locker room were super close, and guys just practice like really hard, but practice like pros. Like we were out there making, getting each other better, um, but you know, practicing in a smart way that that. You know, not not out there fighting and stuff like they used to do early on. Um, like at, right when I got there.
1: Is there anyone you've noticed in practice or on the team that maybe hasn't broken out yet that Cincinnati fans should maybe be excited for?
3: Um, there's you know, there's a lot of young guys, especially like on the offense. I would pay a lot more attention to the offense. Um I'd say like receiver I mean, Tyler Scott played played a lot last year, but he was kinda still in like this like this like me and Mike and Trey were kind of getting a lot of the balls like but he i if he's getting like a, a majority of the targets this year or a lot more i'm sure he'll get a lot more looks this year they he can have a, i think he can have a great year and be like he put up huge numbers he's incredibly talented uh runs really good routes and he's super athletic so super <laughs> fast so yeah there's a there's a lot of young receivers though
1: and then have you noticed like obviously Cincinnati's got a pretty big transition coming up uh, losing so many guys, um, one of which, you know, being Ritter and and they're going to either go to Bryan or Prater. Do you think yeah. much changes for Cincinnati switching quarterbacks over to Prater, who's like one of the highest recruits? Like, is he uh, is there something you're excited to see watching him going forward?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to watch them going forward. You know, I mean, especially so they they start with Arkansas, who's I think yeah. preseason ranked pretty high, right? Yeah. So that that'll be like a, you know, you can't they're right into it. They're not, there's no like cupcake game to get them warmed up and kind of get his feet wet. So we'll see, we'll see what happens.
4: I've always watching a a decent amount of, of the Cincinnati offense, looking at Ritter, trying to make, you know, see what I think of all the quarterbacks. And one game that really stood out to me for you, at least was the Notre Dame game. And I think that was six catches for 144 yards against the number nine team at the time on the, on the road how are you able to exploit Mm. that secondary to the extent that you did? Was that part of the game plan going into it? Like, okay, we're, we're going to go to pierce or like often here, or was it just kind of something that happened like during the game, you just had the, had the opportunities that, you know, you just happened to be open or, or whatever.
3: Yeah. I I think, um, you know, the game plan, we always kind of try to do what we do, which is like run the, like run the ball and kind of control the game on the ground. um, and a lot of times when we got into those bigger games against bigger programs, they're usually pretty stout in the inside, especially the D line and like inside in the box. So that doesn't work out as much as it would in our conference against other teams. So then we kind of resort to other things. And a lot of times, like for me, I would get my big games and, and games like that, you know, where they kind of need to go and, and make a play downfield because the, the offense isn't, we're not able to do the same things against Notre Dame as we were against other teams in our conference that may not uh, be able to match up with us as like skill wise. So yeah, I always look, that's why I always look forward to the big time game, the big time stage. Cause kind of knew uh, my number is going to be called up.
4: And when you watch like your film, it's just like so much of it is on the deep ball and like the nine routes deep down the field. How, how did mm-hmm. you get that connection with Ritter? So, so good that, that, you could connect deep down the field as often as you two did.
3: Yeah. Just, um, you know, a lot of practice. I mean, we've, we've played together and a lot of practice, a lot of games we've played together for three years, you know, specifically like as as me starting receiver, I played with him for three years. He's been, he's been in the lineup for four years and maybe three to me in practice a little bit more than that. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, he just had trust in me, especially on that. Like we, you could probably see this year go on like, like we just probably probably the whole team probably just gained more and more trust in me and him throwing that deep ball and we would just go
4: to it every week and teams knew it was coming and still couldn't stop it. When you're watching film, uh, like when you watch, yeah, when you watch film, do you watch more of yourself or more of other wide receivers and try to model your game off of, uh, you know, some NFL guys, or do you spend most of it like maybe studying the cornerbacks you're going to be facing? How do you balance like, does your film watching schedule look like? And does that change from like regular to off season at all?
3: Yeah. Like, like during the season all about, you know, the opponent and, you know, you watch, I watch myself, you know, after the game and kind of self reflect and I, after practice and make sure I'm doing all the things right. But the majority of the week is looking at the other team and their tendencies and how the guys play and what coverage do they run, stuff like that. Just getting ready for the game. Um, the off season, I like to, you know, watch a little bit more film of of other people and study and like try to learn some things that I can add to my game, you know, more tools to the
4: toolkit. Are there any wide receivers in particular that you usually go back to when you're watching other guys?
3: Um, yeah, I like watching like pretty much any, any big fast receiver. You know, I, I like AJ Green's game a lot. His early early days back in Cincy, you know, that's a guy I think I kind of compare myself to a lot and try to put model my game after, um, I was a big Jordy Nelson fan growing up. <laughs> yes, sir. So, I like, love watching. Yeah, I love watching all his stuff. Um, Randy Moss. I know these are all kind of older names. Like more recently, like DK Metcalf, uh, Julio Jones, stuff like that. So it's I love watching pretty much. You know, any any guy that lines up there, the same spot I do. X big, big, big body receiver that's able to go up and get it.
4: What are some? Is there ever an example of like a time you watched those guys do something and then maybe broke it out in a game for yourself and it worked?
3: Probably like a probably like a release. I'm trying to think like what game. Uh, it's it's all. This is so many <laughs> right now. There's a <laughs> like, yeah. There's a lot of reps. Yeah, but I'm sure I'm, I'm sure that's that. Probably the biggest thing you learn is like releases and stuff because a bunch of other guys do different things.
4: For sure, you know, for the sure. Routes
3: like everyone's kind of got similar technique but some guys may do things a little different but it's kind of just like however you do it but the releases are really what you can kind of like learn and, and guys put their own little flavor on that
4: for sure, for DeMonte sure. Devontae
3: Adams too. He's got the release. He does.
4: But- he does. I'm a Packer fan, yeah. so I always enjoy hearing about uh, jo- mm. a <laughs> Jory and Dev. Well, Devonte not anymore. Yeah, I, guess, yeah. But- I was.
3: I was a Packers fan. Yes, sir. Up that-
4: too. In Illinois, mm. shout out you for that. Yeah. Shout out you for that. Yeah,
3: there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> are you from? Are you from I'm from.
4: My family is from Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, they moved to Minnesota, cool. and I always lived in Minnesota. But my grandparents and my parents are all from Wisconsin, and my my grandpa mm. had season tickets, so I've always been a a Packer fan in oh, Minnesota. Okay, but yeah, yeah not. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it. Go pack, go! They could use a, wa- a
3: ton. There's a ton of Packers fans. Yeah, there's a ton of Packers fans in Chicago. Like a lot of my friends are Packers. Fans they could use a what? Because they like all our fans. <laughs> they could, oh yeah, they need receivers. Have
4: you talked to them at all? Did they did they interview at the combine at all, or anything?
3: Uh I I talked to them like briefly. Did like a questionnaire, but I mean, I'll, we'll see if they get a meeting with me. Now they're kind of teams are kind of hitting me up right now with meetings and
4: stuff. So interesting. Cool. 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 <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs>
2: You know, transitioning a little bit to, you know, kind of this draft process, you know, when when you think about, you know, the the stats and, and everything and because everyone's, you know, going to have their own opinion on you based on, you know, whatever film stats, whatever. Do, do mm-hmm. you ever see like a use of stats to, you know, either describe yourself or other receivers and you're just like, man, that is bogus. You have no idea what you're talking about. Or do you think there's like different stats that people should be looking at more?
3: I think a lot of times stats in college are, are misleading because, um, well, I mean guys that are racking up big numbers and stuff, not, not to say they're not great players, but it's, it becomes a different game at the next level. So it's gotta be about like projectability and, you know, some like some, you can be at a smaller school and putting up big numbers or you can be at a, you can be at a big school and be, and be at like power five school and put up big numbers, but it depends on like what type of routes you run. Like, and I think NFL teams think the same way. Like they, they probably don't care if you're getting, if you're getting, you know, a hundred catches, a thousand some yards, if you're just getting a bunch of like screens and stuff like that. Like they want to see stuff that translates and stuff that, um, cause a lot of guys kind of get like bunnies and stuff off of like RPO game and, and stuff like that now. So, yeah, I think I think stats can be can be misleading, but then you can also see, you can see some guys that that do have the big stats that are like, you know, right. like there's a reason they have the big stats because they're really good players and they basically make it the most of every opportunity. But then you look at other teams like some guys don't get the chance in their offense. Um, they just like don't throw the ball; they run the ball a lot or stuff like that. So yeah, it's stats. Stats can be a little misleading, and I know it's probably tough for guys with with big numbers that are like oh like why is this guy getting picked above me like i i had twice as many yards as him twice as many catches like i'm like i'm a better player than him um so yeah for me though that's not that's not really the the hugest problem because i i played a lot of years but didn't have like any crazy um crazy statistical years you know just because kind of how the offense was but i still have like a a decent amount of numbers. So I'm kind of right in the middle of the pack and say
2: happy medium.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and, yeah, so and I can you look mentioned at it that, way. yeah, right. You, you mentioned, uh, that a guy that you really liked to model your game after is AJ green. Um, mm. and he tormented the Browns for a long time. Has <laughs> there been any, has there been anyone, um, that you've gotten to talk to that, you know, has give, been able to give you some, some advice, you know, whether it be someone in the NFL right now or, you know, someone that used to be in the NFL, anyone like that?
3: Yeah. So I was training down in Tampa and Randy Moss would come in and work us out. Um, And it was, yeah, it was awesome to learn from him. Just more like, I think the best things I learned from him were like just kind of his mentality and like, it's great. Like listening to him speak and like how he like approaches the game and the confidence that he plays with. So I think that's just, you know, something I can, I can learn from and really take, you know, like he just, Truly has like that dog mentality. Like he, like he just walks on the every time he's touching the field. Like he, we, we, we could be out there at a training. And he'll, he'll say he probably like, you know, we got a bunch of NFL guys. But he'll probably say he's probably the best guy out there. You know, he can still go out there and run by people and catch balls over guys. So yeah, it's that mentality and just like the confidence that he plays with is, is something that I, I tried to learn from training. Um, but yeah, he, he was a really good coach. I, I really enjoyed my time with him.
1: Is there anyone at the NFL level awesome. that you're excited to go up against?
3: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't follow like the like DBs nearly as much as I follow like receivers. I mean, I
1: hear. Well, then would there be anyone that you would be really excited to play with?
3: Like receiver wise Yeah. Oh man, like, like, and like, there's a, there's so many guys. I mean, like you said, Devont- Devontae Adams is like and really any of these like kind of veteran guys that probably are eventually going to get a gold jacket, like, and just being able to learn from them. And I think that's something, that's something that's really like invaluable is being able to learn from a teammate like that. And someone who's been in, been there and done that and just has great knowledge of the game.
4: For sure. For sure. I'm not sure how much more we have. Who is the best? Oh, one more cornerback question. Who is the best guy in college? The best corner you faced? Do you think the toughest assignment that you had in in college? Is there anybody who comes to mind?
3: I'd say, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if this is like cheating the question, but I'd say, yeah, I want to get some mod every day in practice. That was like, like, (laughs) as soon as as those words left
4: my mouth, I knew you were were going to say that, (laughs) (laughs) which is valid.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Like he was, yeah. and And Kobe was good too, but, um, ahmad like me and ahmad personally were on the same like he played to the boundary and i played to the boundary so i always went against ahmad i but i used to go against kobe a lot uh early on in my career well actually no he was he was at the boundary when i was in the field and so like never really went against kobe a whole lot but like ahmad ahmad was a guy i always went against and he's a really good player and you know he's deserving of all that hype he's getting and being a top 10 pick or whatever well, i'm excited
4: to see where he goes what in your opinion makes him so great cuz he's kind of a smaller like thinner corner but yet still like yeah. never allowed a touchdown in his in his college career. What do you think he does that makes him so effective against everybody?
3: Well, he's 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 huge. He's like he's <laughs> almost my height. He's like 6'2. I know I think he was a little little slimmer at the combine. I don't know if they had him Luke, like trying to get light for running the 40 or whatever, but I saw him today like he he's getting his weight back up. He's basically like almost 6'3", pounds, and his arm, I think his wingspan was like 6'8", or 6'9", at the combine. So he's got, like, the perfect body for a cornerback. Really long arms and, and good height. Um, and then he's just plays super aggressive. He tries to get his hands on you, and he's, like, he's so, I think he's only 20 years old. He's super young, and, like, in this past like year or two, like he wasn't early on in early on in college. He wasn't like that fast, but now he's kind of like, now he can run. He ran four for one. And I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if like in a year he's faster than that. Like he's, he's still kind of grown into his body and like getting bigger and stronger. So, cause I know, I think he gained like 20, like 20 pounds from last season or something like that. So,
4: yeah, I think he yeah, came I mean, into Cincinnati like something ridiculous, like 164 or something like really yeah, tiny. Yeah, if you watch,
3: his freshman tape, you watch his freshman tape, he looks so skinny on it. And then this year, I think this year he really beefed up. So, I mean, he's an, he's an unbelievable player and just kind of how his trajectory has been, how much he's gotten better over college. Like, if it keeps on going that way, like he's going to be a real special player in the NFL. That's
2: awesome. Well, before we get out, we have some rapid fire questions for you. Um, you're okay. just, like off the dome. Don't yeah. think too hard about just it. Off
3: the dome, yeah. Like, what's my favorite car <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> a that little, a little,
2: stuff. a little further than that, but <laughs> it's similar. Uh, not, right, not first, much. First one, not much, <laughs> not much not further, much deeper, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so first one, pretty obvious. First purchase once you get that first NFL paycheck.
3: Um, uh, I I've never had a car before. And I love cars. I grew up loving cars. Um, so, like you know, I I really want to be smart with my money, and I know I will. But that's the one thing like I splurged on. Like I'm not a big like I'm not getting a bunch of like jewelry and bling and stuff like that. Like I'm, but the car for sure, I'll probably make a. Do you have not a, a not the greatest?
2: Do finance. you have a car in mind?
3: Do I have a car in mind? Um, I love like German, I love German cars. Like, um, probably I'm probably gonna look into BMW or Audi. Okay. Depending on where I'm at, like you know, if I'm up north, you gotta get that four drive, I'd Probably get the audio. <laughs> but, Yeah, fair enough. I, love, I I know all about that being from being from yeah, being from Illinois. Yeah, know, yeah absolutely. That snow, it's
2: it's it's tough. It's tough.
3: <laughs> no, you 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 need you need all wheel drive or else you're not making it anywhere. Not making it to practice. Right. So, all right, next one.
2: Your celebrity crush. huh, I
3: don't know. I actually, I was thinking about this because I heard this on a podcast the other day and I was thinking about it and I, and I didn't even like think far enough to get the answer because I was like, I, I've never had like, you know, like people be like, oh, like Margot Robbie or something like that. And I'm like, I don't know who mine is, but yeah, that's, that's a good question. I don't know. Huh. I don't think I can give you an answer. <laughs> I, I, I'll have to think of that one though. All right.
2: All right. We, ex- we expect, a, we expect a tweet. Um. The at stay hot pod. My celebrity <laughs> yeah, yeah, crush. It. <laughs> all, right, all
3: right. Biggest fear. Oh man, I, uh, I don't, I don't like snakes. That was Fair. that was a. Uh, that's like the like shallow fear, but like the other ones would maybe be like, I don't know, like letting people down. Is kind of a <laughs> kind of fear. I think that's like a lot of people yeah that is, so, that is a those,
2: lot those are, I yeah. think those are both valid <laughs> like both very yeah. valid talk- <laughs> r-
4: relatable fears <laughs> we talked about this before the podcast when we were thinking about these questions we were like it would be funny to ask yeah. them it's like in this rapid fire do you think people can change <laughs> like, do you think I'm a good <laughs> yeah, person like so
3: yeah <laughs> are all people good <laughs> <laughs> humanity people inherently good? <laughs> yeah no, I got a snake story though at camp, um, you know, it's not really anything crazy, but at camp I went, so I had the first like couple days of, during the COVID season, I was, we reported the camp and I was sick, but I had like had COVID like a month ago. So they didn't know what to do because they couldn't test me. So they put me down in like where they were keeping the COVID people, which it was like, it <laughs> was literally, it was literally, <laughs> yeah, it was literally a trail. It's, it, it's a trailer park. Cause we go out in like the middle of nowhere, Indiana. So it's like a trailer park and they didn't like my trailer, like, you know, doesn't have a bathroom in it. So I'm walking to like the outhouse, right? There's like a bathroom out there and it's the middle of the night. So it's dark. It's completely dark in there. And I just go in there, like use the bathroom. And next morning I get up, um. The next morning I get up and I'm like going in there or whatever to go brush my teeth and, and use the bathroom in the morning. And the guy's like, Oh, like, Oh, like, let me, let me go check the bathroom for you. Like, we got a snake problem in there. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I wasn't, I went in there just in the complete darkness. I couldn't find the light switch in there. So I went in the complete darkness with my phone light. And I'm like, what if I, I probably was like, just sitting there in the bathroom, like, and there was like, there could have just been like a snake, just like sliding around on the like, floor or whatever.
4: Yeah, yeah. twenty twenty was better it? off not knowing, right? <laughs> twenty twenty yeah. was a weird year. Twenty twenty was a weird year. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: they
4: really had you guys out there with the yeah. snakes. That's crazy. Yeah, they send the COVID. <laughs> I know the people guy. The, the snake guy snake went in bit. there
3: with like a broom. He's like, he's like, let me check if there's a snake in there. That like, goes in with a broom. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he
4: said you. He said you're
3: braver oh than God. me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. Um. Oh. Okay. Favorite movie. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. Tears. I need to see the new one, but um, I I'll probably see that after like this week. because I'm pretty busy. Yeah. Pro day coming up, but once I get a little bit more time, I'm going go see the new one.
2: What's your favorite Batman so far?
3: Um. Probably the Dark Knight.
4: Yeah. Matt just, saw, Matt just saw Matt just just saw the Batman. Is it better than the Dark Knight in your opinion? I've
1: seen some people debate that. I think so. I do. Oh, uh, it's a little long, and the people okay. in the movie theater next to us fell asleep. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> yeah, that w- that might be me. I'll see. But if you're prepared <laughs> I, for
1: it, it's really good.
3: Yeah, I I sh- I struggle with that. I saw it's like three hours, right? Like,
1: yeah, it's. I like, think
3: I got to find a time like you. You can't just like go to the movie at like that's what that's what's tough about that. You gotta like make make a day of it, you know. You can't just like go to the movie at like nine o'clock at night and be like I'm gonna fall
1: asleep. Yeah, I'm not a go to the movie theater <laughs> guy usually, but there's no way to watch this one other than yeah, exactly. go and see it. So I don't yeah.
3: know.
2: I have the random hot take that Batman Begins is better than the dark Knight. Um Okay. But I saw you tweet that I
3: like Batman Begins too.
2: I just rewatched I it last too. night. It's so good.
3: It's so
4: good. You were getting beat on. I mean, you were getting beat up on. Twitter I was for getting just on Twitter <laughs> for that for people, no reason. I'm right. People, were-
2: why <laughs> are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I think we have one or two more favorite ice cream flavor.
3: Oh man, that. You can't do that to me. <laughs> that's like that's worse than this. That's worse than a celebrity crush. There's, <laughs> there's too many options on that. Can you give us? Can you give us like cream. a top like three? Cream.
2: Like a top three?
3: Yeah, like oh, like like sometimes like cookie dough. Like you keep it class with a cookie dough. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have been to Illinois. Oberweiss is like Oberweis is like the milk and like dairy place in, in Illinois, and their their ice cream. Uh, they got peanut butter chocolate that's really good. It's just got, it's just chocolate ice cream with like huge chunks of peanut butter in it. Like break your spoon on them. I'm trying to like dig them <laughs> out, but that's, that's really good. Uh, yeah. And cookie dough. I'd, I'd probably say those are the top two. I, I like mint chip on occasion. You know, I've got to, you gotta spice things, spice things okay. up, change it up, but fair enough. yeah, those two,
4: I think that's a pretty high level mm-hmm. top three. I think I'd agree with you there.
3: Yeah. It's got good variety, you know,
4: Absolutely. One
3: vanilla, one 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 chocolate, mint. Perfect. A little bit of everything. Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm not going to talk about how I feel about
3: that. <laughs> thing, <but laughs> oh, what do you? What do you? What do you like? What do
4: you... That's, a, that's a great question. <laughs> it's a loaded question, Alec.
3: <laughs> my my fa- my
4: favorite?
2: favorite's vanilla. Um, I just okay. just plain vanilla ice cream. I'm happy. I, I do love peanut butter, Okay. Um, but a lot of people like peanut butter, peanut butter, chocolate. I consider that like the same, like one in the same, like ice cream with yeah. peanut butter in it is objectively good. Uh, Then my third one is uh lemon. I don't know if you've ever had lemon ice cream, but it's really
3: good. I think I have. It's good. Yeah. See? It's good. Let's
2: go. Wide receiver. <laughs> no, wide got, receiver one. I
3: mean, but I like, <laughs> Hey, but I like every flavor of ice cream. Okay. Like, they got a they got a bunch of things at the overweight so it's like seasonal based. That's probably they probably got that in the summer. Lemon ice cream.
2: <laughs> no, lemon ice cream. It goes it. crazy. It goes crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right, and then one one more question. One more question for you. Your favorite stay hot member. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can just I can just I just. I I just pick one and just leave <laughs> like, the. You
4: know? <laughs> Hit the little button down
5: here.
4: Matt's the Cinsp- Matt, I don't Matt. know. Hey,
3: Theo. Hey, Theo's a Theo's a <laughs> Theo's a Packers fan, but Matt is in Cincinnati. And hey, I, mean, I-, I just kind of hey, leave. It no, I went. I went to. He I went to Miami. Miami. So like, all right, <laughs> you went to Miami. You went to Miami. You probably know some. Wait, wait. When well, I, you I,
2: I will graduate next year. Yeah, you I'll graduate like, next next month. Uh, you,
3: pro- you probably know some of my. You probably know a bunch of a decent amount of our friends that go there. Okay. So like, hey, we could we could have used sure, you. Aren't, sure. <laughs> like,
2: man, when I tell you watching that team is painful
3: sometimes, I. <laughs> yeah the uh, the one guys uh, the one receiver had a bunch of yards. Right? Sorensen.
2: Jack Sorensen. Yeah. yeah he's I've, from
3: Illinois. I, from I met from,
2: his family. Yeah. Um, I went to oh, yeah. the the game at Minnesota. Um, mm. and he caught this like incredible contested touchdown um and like yeah. we go back to our hotel and his family is they're like oh we're like gonna party on the roof later and we we fell asleep <laughs> so we didn't end up going <laughs> but
3: no uh, okay.
2: no' it's like he's cool and his family's you know his family's really cool so
3: yeah I think I think he went to Stevenson high school if I remember because yeah I know he's from Illinois.
4: So what I'm hearing is a three-way tie for the Stay Hot members. Three-way tie. Three-way you guys tie.
3: all got your pros and cons. Yeah. All <laughs> pros
4: and cons. You <laughs> had to throw in the cons
2: there. <laughs> all right. Well, that pretty much wraps things up for us. Thank you again so much for joining us. Best right. of luck in the draft. Bye. We can't wait to see what you do in the NFL, of course. Um. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Shout shout out to uh, Wasserman Talent for connecting us with, you know, these amazing. Shout
3: out
2: yeah. Wasserman. Yeah. And as always tons and tons of content coming your way on all platforms. We'll catch you all on the flippity flop.
5: The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place.